International Broadcasting lives on 5085. The big one. WTWW. Please stand by as we get ready to launch another episode of this Reality Radio Cafe Cast with your host and my husband, Denny J, K5DCC. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition, lift off. Now grab your glass and get ready to fill it up with some radio on the rocks. Vehicles pitching downrange. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Digicom Cafe for another surprise episode of Radio on the Rocks, my reality radio cafe cast here in the Digicom Cafe. Uh, we meet every morning here in our Telegram channel around 7 a.m. in the morning Central Time. And from time to time, we have guests drop by from around the world. And it spurs me on to turn on the recording and interview a new ham that I've met. And today, we are honored to have Sir Neil Bruce, VU3EFZ from India, who uh, I heard first last night on our yacht net on Echolink. And he dropped in, and we chatted just a bit in the chat room. He asked about the Digicom Cafe because he heard me mention our meeting here in Telegram. And so I shared the link, and Neil right away joined us and dropped in this morning on our little chat session. And so I took advantage of the opportunity to interview Sir Neil Bruce, who is 19 years old. Neil is your first name. Bruce is your last name. Is that right? Yes, my full name is Neil Bruce. Very good. Now, how long have you been a ham radio operator? I got my license this year in the uh, 9th of February, but uh, been in the hobby since I was uh, 11 years old. So about uh, now more than uh, eight years uh, in this. Wow, very good. Well, how did you been come in this across hobby, ham radio? Uh, in the sense that... Uh, been in this hobby in the sense that uh, I have uh, applied for uh, exams multiple times, failed it uh, numerous times, and uh, somehow passed uh, this last year the exam and got my license that is View 3 EFZ. I got to know about ham radio through my mom's friend who is also ham over here in India. Oh, wonderful. So, what aspects of ham radio do you enjoy the most? I actually enjoy the whole hobby. I have uh, no particular yeah. specialization that I like. So, uh, tell us about your station. What kind of gear are you using? Uh, currently, the only gear I have for HF is uh, ICOM 7300 with the Enfed antenna, which is homebrew, which works for 80 to 10 meters. Very good. Well, that's the same thing uh, Art's got. He's got a 7300, but he uses a vertical. Very good. Well, what city is it that you live in over there? You say it's the Silicon Valley of India? That is Bangalore. Okay, very good. Do you have video on this device that you're on? Actually, right now I'm not uh, sharing any video because uh, I'm still a uh... I don't like the cameras pointing towards me. I like pointing cameras towards others. 
<laughs> okay, very good. Well, as you can see, I just got up myself here. It's uh, 7.45 in the morning here. And you can see the picture I posted there in the chat. That's our front porch view here. We've got 15 acres here in the beautiful Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas. And it yes, is a gorgeous morning view. It's going to get quite warm here today, though. I imagine it's pretty hot over there, too, isn't it? Uh, no, now it's cool, and I believe it will rain in a while. Oh, okay. We have heavy rains currently for uh, a few days. Okay. Very interesting. So if you're 19, I would imagine you're probably getting ready to go to college, huh? Uh, I'm in grade 12 currently and uh, homeschooling myself. I have about uh, oh. three states, uh, three uh, exams left, which if I pass, I can enter a college. Awesome. Well, homeschooling is pretty big in our family, too. We homeschooled our three children and, and of course, gave them the freedom to choose whenever they wanted to go back. They, we pulled them out when they were in early elementary because they begged us to. And then when they got into high school age, they said they'd like to go back to school. So we let them go back when they, I think, went into 10th grade. And they've all done very, very well. And now several of them are homeschooling their children, our grandchildren. So uh, that's awesome. Is that pretty popular over there in India? Uh, no, not very much. Basically, I'm homeschooling myself. So I, uh, we have a board over here called the National Institute of Open Schooling, where once uh, we get to choose a subject, whichever we like. But this uh, open school is only available for those uh, students who want to join the grade uh, 10 or grade 12. Okay, so do you have to buy your own materials too then? Uh, materials in the sense the uh, syllabus books they send. We le uh, learn on our yeah. own and then choose a date and a place where we want to write the exam. Go there, give the exam, and then wait for about six weeks for our results. Oh, wow. What do your parents think about this? They have no problem because at least this way I will uh, pass my schooling. Otherwise, I have no interest in the uh, schooling system over here. Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. Uh, any idea which direction you want to go with your life and your career? Uh, yes, I want to become a lawyer in the future. Wow. Well, you, <laughs> you are very aggressive uh, for a 19-year-old. You know what you want to do and where you want to go. That's excellent. Because uh, before entering uh, this uh, open school and all, we have to choose our syllabus according to where we want to go. If you just choose some different subjects, you can't go wherever you want to go. You need to choose like a particular stream. Okay. Is it hard for most uh, people in your country to go to college? Uh, no, it is uh, quite simple for anyone to go to college. But a uh, few of the colleges which are like uh, the to uh, top uh, best colleges in India, like uh, the Indian Institute of Technology and all, they have a very uh, competitive exam. So very few people get into it and all. So because of that, if you compare uh, getting into government colleges, then uh, uh, it can be found difficult for many students. But uh, if we try to find it as a private college and all, then uh, each student can get into one or the other college anywhere in India. Wow, that's excellent. 
So do you feel like ham radio has been a, a help in preparing for college? I believe this uh, hobby keeps me sane. <laughs> it keeps you sane. <laughs> it helps relieve some of the pressure, huh? Actually, it uh, helps me get more friends because as a homeschool, uh, while homeschooling, I don't have anyone else with me to uh, be a friend. So ham radio oh. gives me the opportunity to make more friends and have a nice uh, uh, QSO with uh, other hams anywhere around the world. Yeah, that is a, a big concern of a lot of people who don't understand homeschool. They say that you're uh, you're being socially impaired or held back, but I don't find that to be the case at all. I, I find most homeschool kids are are very uh, socially adaptable and they relate to adults very well. Um, I'm very impressed with the homeschool crowd, generally speaking. I believe in two parts of it. One is the one you told where the children can get uh, socially adapt, but uh, there are few who, without a routine, cannot socially adapt to anything. Because homeschooling generally keeps them away from the public. But if you're taking them into the public a lot to interact with many people, then yes, they won't get socially impaired, but have a good uh, a social uh, life. But uh, without uh, going out just... Uh, say uh, studying studying and only studying can uh, make them a dull person which i've seen a lot of times over here in india those who join nios they don't have a routine like uh, they uh, don't have their day planned out which becomes very difficult for them and even gets them out of the social circles and all wow so you're kind of a self-motivator aren't you uh, that I have to be because I even teach twelfth uh, grade and tenth grade students over here. <laughs> You're a teacher already too. Uh, yes. Wow, that's amazing. So, you have a very unique background. Then, if your parents are very supportive of this too, can I ask you? Uh, is your family a Christian family? Uh, no, mine is a diverse family where I am both a Christian and a Hindu. Okay, okay. Well, I know that there are many, many Christians in India, and I, I think it seems to me that most Christian people are more inclined to homeschool. I know that seems to be the case in the yacht group, too. Uh, many of the homeschool kids uh, are Christian families and don't really appreciate uh, what is happening in the public school system, if you know what I mean. <laughs> me, I don't like the school system in India because... Uh... They don't uh, do the interactive teaching. The more teaching they do is uh, like uh, you just read uh, read it yourself or they will just read it for you. And then you just remember that and go give the exam. They don't care if you understood it or not. And for me, without okay. understanding the concept, it is very difficult to grasp it. Well, I would imagine it's kind of challenging to teach yourself. Uh, no, now because I'm teaching others, I have to find explanation for myself. So it uh, helps me un uh, understand the subject and helps the other person also understand it. Because uh, when I teach, I have to even see that they understand properly. And if they're not understanding it, I have to find uh, something to associate or give an example of uh, what I'm trying to explain to the student. Okay. So I imagine you probably do a lot of stuff online then, watch uh, tutorials and videos on YouTube or whatnot? Uh, yes, a lot. 
yeah most of my day uh, when the ham radio is not there i think it's spent that way in front of a screen okay very good so your your uh, name here is sir neil bruce what is the sir come from uh that time trying to put uh, as a lord sir justice neil bruce but uh, the lord i cannot put the justice i cannot put so sir at least i can leave it there <laughs> so do you do you prefer being called sir neil <laughs> i'm okay with uh, uh, being called by neil or my call sign or even old man or even sir neil <laughs> <laughs> oh very good very good well this is this is exciting thank you so much for responding to my post in the chat there on uh, echo link yesterday and coming to join our group we've got a couple of young folks in here uh Lyle's been coming in a little bit more regularly lately and in fact he was kind of our roving reporter so, so to speak for the uh Yoda group this weekend and he was pretty busy so he didn't get in very often but he uh did share some links to the videos and things like that and I don't know if you're aware that Neil Rapp who was in charge of Yoda is also a podcaster in fact we've interviewed each other on on our separate podcasts He's quite a quite a uh, active ham, and he got his license when he was, I think, he said four years old. Can you believe that? I can because I've seen a, a YouTube video where an American boy around age four passed his exam, and uh, at age five he was active on HF ham radio. And one of the videos I remember seeing is where he was uh, talking uh, on the uh, Christmas net. Uh, with Santa Claus. Yeah. Yep. Have you ever had the uh, opportunity to travel outside of your country? Uh, no. Before 18, I did not have my passport. Now, after 18, uh, I uh, do not have any travel plans planned. Well, maybe someday in the future, you'll get to go to Poda Camp too, huh? I'm planning to first get the youth over here active on air so I can have a big group like uh, Yach over here. Well, that'd be great. Because, uh, from what yeah, I you... know over here in India, we have uh, a lot of youth hams who are under the age of 18 and about the age of 12. But uh, very few really? of them are active over here. Oh, really? The uh, well, only two people who are active I know is... Uh, uh, one more member of Yaj, that is uh, Benedict. His call sign is uh, Victor Uniform 3 Echo Whiskey Papa. Okay. So, if and you ever do any HF operation, do you not hear much activity over there then? Uh, HF operation, I hear activity uh, and uh, uh, not of youth, but I hear a lot of activity on ham, ham bands in India okay. as a uh, the uh, neighboring states are neighboring state that is Kerala. I hear many people from there on the 40 meter band a lot. And uh, okay. I believe that is due to my current antenna alignment, which is in a sloper position, pointing towards uh, uh, Kerala and Tamil Nadu. Okay. Do you do CW so, too? Uh, no, I'm learning CW as uh, currently to upgrade my license to the uh, general grade here. Okay, very good. 
Well, I imagine you probably do a little FT8, maybe? Uh, no, not yet touch that because I'm having some problem with my Raspberry Pi. It's oh. uh, not uh, recognizing the port of the uh, radio. So I'm oh, trying so to... Oh, so you can't uh, get it to push the talk? Yes. I'm not yeah, able to change. receive anything or send anything on it. Oh. Yeah, I've got a Yesu FT891 here. I'm struggling to get uh, to get the push to talk to work for FT8 when I do portable stuff. I bought a Digirig unit that takes care of the audio, but I can't get the push to talk to work, so I'm not able to use that one for it. But I do FT8 on my other one. I've got a Yesu FT950 here connected to my Windows machine. Maybe it's a problem with my Mac. I'm using a MacBook Pro with the uh, 891 and it's just not uh, recognizing things. I don't know. been struggling for several days now trying to get that to work. So you're a Raspberry Pi guy, huh? A Raspberry Pi and a laptop, but uh, taking laptop each time to my shack is a tough thing. So le uh, left the Raspberry Pi over there itself. <laughs> Simpler to control it. Yeah, yeah. Boy, have you seen the price of Raspberry Pis? Man, they've been going up. Uh, yes, I believe it's due to some shortage in the components. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess worldwide, isn't it? Yes. There's a shortage of Raspberry Pis. Because of that, uh, it's on demand. So you can basically auction it. Wow. So are you guys experiencing a lot of inflationary things over there too? Uh, no, no in, uh, inflations here. But okay. currently there are a few uh, political unrest situations going on, which I think will get yep. solved in a matter of few days. Oh, okay. So you're having some uh, problems in India there then too? Uh, like any normal democratic country, there's a protest going on. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Well, this has been uh, wonderful to talk to you. You don't seem like a 19-year-old. You seem much more mature than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is not unheard of for me, actually. <laughs> that is the fun part. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I remember many times going with my grandmother to different places when I was just 15. And over there, uh, small kids used to call me uncle. And uh, th uh, the big college kids who used to see me, they used to call me sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir Neil Bruce. I like the name. You sound like royalty over there. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Trying to build my QSL card, designing it. Oh, okay. So are, can we find you on QRZ? Yes, I'm there on QRZ and I try to be on all the modes and you can even find me on different social media platforms. So you're on Facebook too? Uh, yes, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, even the uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm forgetting the previous uh, app to Facebook. I think it was... Uh, I don't remember the name right now, but it was an uh, app older than Facebook, which was like Facebook. Okay. 
Well, are you part of our Digicom Cafe group on Facebook? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm part of the Digicom Cafe group, but I am a part of the uh, Yacht group on Facebook. Okay. Well, you should join our Digicom Cafe group too. We've got over a thousand members there all over the world. And uh, share some of your activities, pictures of your station and what you do. And we'd love to love to hear from you. Just but so most of my yeah. um. most of my activities right here on Telegram though I have fallen in love with Telegram it's my favorite platform so versatile so many tools and it's free and it's unlimited storage and file sizes you can upload my goodness I don't know how this guy does it <laughs> I also like Telegram for this reason and plus it even gives you a privacy. That, uh, yeah, you don't need to share your uh, uh, mobile number or email. You just need to share your username or your name from which you can be found online. Right. Yeah, I, I like the idea that it requires a phone number. You know, I don't know if you use Zello over there, if it's even available, but Zello is uh, like, yes, man, you can Zello create. Zello is an app available here, but uh, uh, I heard that this is for hams and doll and etc. But I've never been able to uh, log in, uh, meaning uh, use it for any ham radio purpose. Really? So yes. you do have Zello on your phone? Uh, yes, I'm just uh, checking my login, which is my login to Zello right now. Oh, okay. Well, if you wanted to uh, join our little cafe group there on uh, Zello, you can do that too. I. I'm not using it as much as I used to, but if you do a search for the cafe, one word, capital T H E, capital C A F E, that's my channel on Zello. And I used to use Zello a lot for just ham radio, and we had it bridged to uh, multiple other platforms. In fact, I had a multi mode network that comprised of Echolink, All Star Link, Zello, uh, DMR, Hamshack Hotline, Peanut. I had about eight different modes all connected together, but it became such a nightmare <laughs> to try and keep it all connected that I just dropped it all and went back to just single things. I don't really do much bridging anymore, but I do have the Zello channel, the cafe. If you want to jump in over there sometime too. And well, this has been great. Uh, thank you so much for checking in. What time of the day is it over there? Over here, it is uh, 6.36 p.m. Okay. Very good. We'll drop in here anytime. We're usually here uh, sometime within this hour. You know, it's uh, be 5 o'clock your time. We would start to show up in here, and sometimes we have a couple of us. Sometimes it's 4, 5, 6. It depends. I see Jim is saying he's cooking sourdough pancakes for his grandkids. Uh, Jim is the retired... Dean of Indiana University. He also was a professor for many years in uh, photojournalism. He's 76, and Jim and I met on D-Star a year and a half or so ago and become fast friends, and we've probably talked almost every day here on Telegram, and we build antennas together. Uh, we've got a, another friend of ours we have Zoom sessions with. His name is uh, John Portune. W6NBC out of Los Angeles. 
and uh, he's written many articles for QST magazines on uh, different antenna projects. I think he's got 26 articles he's written, but he's a genius. He's a physics uh, major in his past education and loves building antennas. He's 82 years old, <laughs> still smart as a whip, and I've been building uh, a lot of his antennas. Jim has been building them too, and just having a good time enjoying the hobby here. I've been a ham for over 50 years. I'm 70. <laughs> I'm trying to get my grandparents into ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Do you have any siblings? A cousin, sister, and brother. Cousin, sister doesn't like ham radio. A cousin, brother, he's still young enough not to know what the radio is. So... Not eligible yeah. for the exam over here. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. I'm sure you're uh, doing your best to build interest in ham radio with your peers, but it seems like in this culture now with all the technology we've got, most people look at you and say, why, why would I want a radio? I got a phone. I can do all this on a phone. How do you convince people of the value of ham radio in this day and age? I tell them uh, put airplane mode on your phone and then um, uh, call me through that phone without switching off that airplane mode or connecting to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because that's you the best way I see for them. <laughs> yeah. Do you use repeaters over there a lot? Do they have a lot of UHF, VHF repeaters? Uh, we do not have UHF repeaters. We have a license for UHF repeater, but we do not have it yet. But we do have about uh, four repeaters from which one is offline. And uh, today one was uh, under maintenance, which has been fixed temporarily. And uh, one more is active uh, for the nets at uh, 9 p.m. Uh, yeah. Morning 6.30 a.m. to about 8 a.m. And then uh, 9 p.m. in the evening. Well, there's a project for you. Maybe you should build a repeater. I actually had built a mini repeater with the Baofeng UV fire and the tribulators long ago. <laughs> yeah. But it was <laughs> yeah. just an amateur project without license. <laughs> right, right. Do they have things like GMRS over there? Uh, no. No, okay. Very good. Well, this has been fun. Thank you so much for dropping in today, Sir Neil. We are honored. <laughs> And it was my honor to join. Do you have any uh, final comments to those that might listen to this as to uh, why they should get into amateur radio? It's a fun hobby. You can meet people. You can make friends. And it never keeps you lonely. It always keeps you occupied. Very good. Well, thank you so much. And feel free to drop in anytime we, we love having you we love our world family here and being out in the country we're uh you know we're not in the big city anymore we used to be in the big city but we don't miss it we like living in the country and i feel like i have all my friends right here in my shack i can jump in here and talk to them anytime i want so yeah it's and it's not just ham radio we have so many cool tools here using the internet too and there's nothing wrong with that for me too it's a, a lot about making new friends around the world and learning to listen, acknowledge, and share within a culture of kindness. I would say seven trees and have a good day ahead. For me, it is a good evening and good night later. 
Hi, this is Extra Class Amateur Radio Operator, K5DCC. I just upgraded to my Extra Class last year. You know how I did it? I used HamTest Online. Did you know that HamTest Online is the top-rated study program on eham.net? 97% of reviewers gave them 5 stars. They have more 5-star user reviews than all other study methods combined. And success is guaranteed. If you fail the amateur radio license exam, they will refund your subscription. It's a no-brainer. You pass the exam or get a full refund. Try it for yourself at hamtestonline.com. Hello, cafeers. Denny J. here in the beautiful Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas out in the country, 25 miles from any large city. Out here in the country, we struggle to get good internet. Maybe you have the same problem. If you live in a rural area, you don't have many options. It's either satellite or DSL or cellular. And believe me, we've tried them all. Just recently, I was more than happy to pay the penalty to get out of our satellite service. Latency was horrible. And for amateur radio communications, the delays were up to five seconds, and uh, you've probably experienced what that's like. Our DSL service was also very unreliable. We rarely got the speeds that we were promised, and it kept dropping out. But now I think I found a service that we're going to love. It's called Visible.com. It's a company that's owned by Verizon and kind of a paired back service, but works beautifully for my situation here out in the country on 15 acres. Visible.com offers only one plan. It's unlimited everything. Unlimited calls, text, and internet at slightly slower speeds than their top drawer plan at Verizon. But it does use the Verizon network. Go to Visible.com and use my referral code 3 November 37 November Tango. Also to get your $40 a month bill reduced to 25, you need to be part of a party pay group. You can join me in our Digicom Cafe party. You will find the link to these things down in the show notes here, along with links to our Digicom Cafe community portal, which is a Facebook alternative. Also our Telegram community where we have text and voice chat and also our live cafe cast here in the Digicom Cafe. So get your line at visible.com. And again, use my referral code and join our party to get that bill down to $25 a month. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe Cast. We invite you to join our Mighty Networks amateur radio community at members.digicomcafe.com.